Today, I'm going to dive into specifically some things to get people through the door of your pharmacy. Um, you know, with the, with the online space and even online pharmacy. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Today's office hour sessions, I'm going to dig into how some tactics and strategies that I recommend for getting people to your pharmacy, kind of getting traffic into your pharmacy. Uh, you don't have to do obviously all of these, uh, but you can pick and choose, or maybe you do, maybe you like to do them all and uh, really ramp it up. So, uh, you know, getting traffic and getting visitors into your pharmacy is certainly, you know, as a part of marketing, uh, pharmacy marketing is a multidimensional uh, you know, way to grow your pharmacy. There isn't just one way. There certainly is, you know, advertising on Facebook and understanding your target market, which is what the one page marketing plan is for. Uh, but today I'm going to dive into specifically some things to get people through the door of your pharmacy. Um, you know, with the, with the online space and even online pharmacy, you might think that, you know, people coming to your brick and mortar may not be as important, but I still think it is, especially for your local community pharmacy. Most people still like that personal relationship and most people, uh, frankly, still expect to go to the pharmacy to get their medication. Um, as popular as, you know, the online pharmacies and mail order is, that is still such a teensy, teensy, tiny little bit of all the prescriptions that are filled. So um, thank you, Ali, for the great question. And uh, after I go through some of these, if there's anybody else on that has another question, uh, we'll obviously dive into that. Uh, but otherwise, today is going to be about getting people to your pharmacy, increasing the traffic of your pharmacy. So then you can hopefully sell them stuff, right? And, and increase the revenue. If you remember uh, many weeks ago, I talked about the profit equation, which is your goodwill uh, multiplied by the number of times you ask somebody to buy something from you equals your profit potential. So getting more people to your store increases your goodwill. It also increases the opportunity of how many times you get to ask them to buy something from you, which then increases your profit potential. So these are in no particular order, um, just kind of how I brain dumped in answering Allie's question. So the first one is you know, it's kind of the uh, purple cow uh, lesson, which if you aren't familiar with the purple cow, really brief recap, it's a fantastic marketing book. And basically the, the synopsis is, hey, if you're driving down the road, and you know, you're passing thousands of brown cows, there's nothing exciting about a brown cow. But if all of a sudden you saw a purple cow, that would catch your attention. Wow, you would stop and you would look at this purple cow. And so um, this first one is really about being a purple cow, which you got to carry cool products. You got to carry something unique. You got to carry something that the GNC, that the Walmart, that Amazon, uh, those kinds of places can't provide for your community. So I'm just going to go through some of my favorite, my three current favorites. My favorites change obviously a lot, uh, but my current three favorites right now for uh, products for pharmacies to carry that are cool and unique and um, whatnot. So the first one is the Ananda PM blend. Um, yes, there's lots of sleep solutions. That in itself is not unique, but what is really unique about the Ananda PM blend is one, it freaking works. <laughs> if you haven't heard my story about my husband, I'll tell that to you sometime later, but it's literally trans transformed his life. Uh, but two, they offer a complete money back guarantee. That is unique. 
that is the cool part that they um, they're saying is, and we've created a lot of marketing material for this is it works the first night or it's free. Now you post that up on some social media or some flyers, or you pass out some bounce back coupons. We'll, we'll talk about all of this. Um, that is unique. Guaranteeing something is going to work, especially for a chronic problem like sleep definitely is going to get people's attention. So love that product and love that proposition of the hundred percent guarantee money back. No questions asked. Next up is the Berkeley life nitric oxide product. Now the special thing about the Berkeley nitric oxide product isn't so much the product, the nitric oxide. There's actually lots of formulations out there that help increase the nitric oxide levels in the body. But what is unique is their saliva test. The saliva takes, takes less than 15 seconds, takes five seconds on the top to get it wet, fold it over, push it together, hold it for 10 seconds. And you can help tell somebody if they are in need of nitric oxide, um, nitric oxide deficiencies and lower age related issues, um, have everything to do with erectile dysfunction to diabetes, to cardiac health. Like, um, there is everything in your body <laughs> needs nitric oxide. And there's some very important lifestyle things that people might want to find out. And so uh, tell people to come into your pharmacy for a quick 15 second nitric oxide test to find out if they um, have natural declining nitric oxide levels. Um, generally people over 40, uh, people who are stressed, people who eat a poor diet, uh, those are all some conditions that would cause a low nitric oxide level. And I would tell you, most people are going to be low. Um, just kind of one of those things like a vitamin D level, like most people are going to be low. So that's a really great thing. They can't do that test online. They can't do anything that they have to come in because you need their saliva. So that is a great thing to bring people into your door, into your pharmacy. Um, next up for the, the cool products is the antioxidant scanner from Pharmanex. Um, I had this in my pharmacy. I used it for years and I kid you not, it caused probably thousands and thousands of people to walk across my doors, um, because we offered free, um, antioxidant scans and we would tell people their levels. And then we would tell them, Hey, your level's good. Great. Keep it up, whatever you're doing, or Hey, your level's bad. Um, here are some options. You can change your diet. You can buy these supplements that are guaranteed to raise it. Uh, you know, you, you can make some lifestyle changes. And so, um, but getting people their score, um, that was a huge campaign that we did. And we did it with, um, other businesses. We did it with doctors. We did it, uh, you know, social media wasn't as big back then, but we, we certainly did post on Facebook. Um, and so we just got the word out telling people come to our pharmacy and get your free scan. And that drove people to the door. Now, why I'm so passionate about getting people to the door of the pharmacy. Um, I knew in my pharmacy, if I got people to cross that threshold, if they opened the door and walked in, 99% chance I had them hooked as a customer. Um, just the atmosphere, the culture, the look and feel of the pharmacy. Uh, we had a, a more contemporary kind of modern look of the pharmacy. Uh, we, we made sure it smelled good. Uh, my employees were top notch. They greeted everybody the moment they walked in the door. Um, it was just a different experience than walking into uh, any of the big box stores and frankly, a lot of the other independents in, in my town as well. And so if I could get them to the door, I could get them as a customer, like hands down 99% of the time I knew that would happen. And so that's why I became so very passionate about creating different strategies to get people to traffic. So, okay, cool products. You can come up with a different cool product. Those are just three of my favorite that I would be using right now to, to drive people to the pharmacy. Okay. Next up is hospice. Now, 
I filled for hospice um, for many reasons. <laughs> One, when I first opened, I had no business. So hospice was, was great. But I learned something from hospice. I learned that it was a great way to get connected with the medical community that I could easily impress. And then they would refer their other patients to me. So um, the way that the kind of hospice worked in our town, there's obviously hospice companies and there's hospice nurses. Well, all those nurses work, all of those doctors, obviously doctors everywhere have patients who go on hospice. And um, it was this tight little community. And so when I first started filling hospice, we weren't very busy. So I could fill hospice prescriptions in like five minutes flat. Like I could have their emergency kits ready in no time at all. And it just, it gave me a really good way of, of an in with all of these nurses and a lot of the hospice nurses also worked at doctor's office. They also worked at hospitals. They also worked at surgical centers. And so it was basically getting paid to network with um, my healthcare team. Because when I opened my pharmacy, even though it was my hometown where I lived, I had never worked in pharmacy in the town before. I had always worked out of town. So I knew nobody. I knew no doctors, no nurses, nothing in our town. And so filling for hospice prescriptions actually really helped me make those connections um, and get to know those people. Um, now, there is a better way of doing hospice. You might be thinking, well, Lisa, I lose money on hospice. A lot of pharmacies do, and that is because of the darn toot and PBM. Surprise, surprise, right? Uh, if you eliminate the PBM, you actually can make money. And there's a company called BetterRx that is exactly that. It's that solution for hospice, pharmacy patients, and caregivers. Um, and it's a seamless ecosystem where the PBM isn't keeping all the money and, you know, the pharmacies are making nothing and the patients are getting really poor service. And so um, I would highly recommend hospice. A lot of times hospice facilities want a different way than the traditional PBM, uh, but um, uh, there's, there isn't an easy way to coordinate all of that. So just like I'm a big promoter of direct billing for workers comp, leveraging BetterRx is a way to direct bill for hospice um, kind of thing. So um, it's a little bit different than direct billing because direct bill you bill after the fact and it's all real time, but um, it's a fantastic way, great way to leverage connections with the healthcare, great way to really, man, and when you take care of a hospice patient, let me tell you, their families fall in love with you. They appreciate really great service of helping with end of life care and helping their family member. I, I kid you not, probably the majority of our foundational of our patients that grew our pharmacy um, was the family members of our hospice patients um, because they saw how well we treated their loved ones that whenever they needed prescriptions, they chose us, even if they didn't live near us. And that was the kind of the cool thing. A lot of our patients drove by probably a hundred other pharmacies every time they came to our pharmacy, but they kept choosing us. And so hospice was just a really great way to um, get traffic and get business coming into your doors. All right, next up is plastic surgeons. So this is something that I've blogged about. I haven't talked about it a whole lot with you guys, but plastic surgeons can be a great little niche. Um, once you get over a lot of their big egos, because that is true, plastic surgeons have big egos, uh, but there's a really great way you can actually feed into that. So a lot of plastic surgeons has very specific recommendations for their patients. They want them to take a certain Arnica supplement. They want them to take a certain bromelain supplement. They want them to do certain things or have a certain garment. Um, and so you can actually feed into that by saying, Hey, 
we'll carry all that stuff for you. So I worked with some premier plastic surgeons um, that were in Bakersfield and Beverly Hills, and uh, they were very particular. And so what we ended up doing is we created these kits uh, and, you know, Dr. Lee Hockey would have his nose job kit or would have his, you know, facial reconstruction kit. And, you know, Dr. Shaw would have his liposuction and his breast augmentation and, you know, all these different things, they would have their very specific thing, but we would already have them laid out. So when the doctor's office called, you know, the nurse or the MA would just be, Hey, we need, you know, Dr. Shaw's kit for, you know, these five patients. We need Dr. Lee Hockey's lipo kit for, you know, these three patients. And it was actually really, really seamless. And it was, it was a phenomenal experience. And so that drove patients to our pharmacy that probably would never even knew that we existed. Um, and so, because they had to come pick up their kit, they had to pick up their garments because we also carry, ended up carrying a lot of garments uh, for them and all the other ancillary stuff, the tape, the scar pads, the, uh, you know, all the different stuff that the doctors recommended. So if the patient's going to be spending, you know, five, 10, 15, $20,000 on surgery, they want to make sure it's going to go right. So they follow the directions of the surgeon, like to the T. And so um, I think that's a fantastic, you can do the same concept with surgery centers um, and, and, you know, other types of surgeons, just plastic surgeon usually comes with more bells and whistles. Um, and they're, they're a higher ticket price in terms of like the total things that they're buying from you. But that was a big way that we grew um, our pharmacies because when they came in again, they crossed that path. They're like, Oh, this place is really cool. Oh, you guys are really helpful. Oh, you guys know what you're talking about. Maybe I should get my other prescriptions here. And we're like, yeah, you should. Um, and so it was a really great, just traffic and business generator working with plastic surgeons. All right. Next up is free antibiotics. Now I know uh, I am generally not a fan of commoditizing yourself and a race to the bottom in prices. However, the free antibiotic program um, I think is is worth it. And so I did this a lot with dentists. Uh, we um, have, were surrounded by a lot of dentists. Dentists seem to be popping up everywhere. They're like dandelions, and. Uh, we would do the free antibiotic. Now you obviously need to limit now because the antibiotics, <laughs> things that were cheap years ago are not necessarily cheap now, but amoxicillin is still pretty cheap. Um, you know, you can, you gotta be careful on which ones you obviously offer, but, uh, a lot of times it's, um, it's really great to get people to come to your pharmacy that one didn't know you existed. And in terms of marketing, if you give away a free antibiotic, you know, maybe five bucks, you know, label, cost of goods, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, cost you $5. That is a cheap, cheap new patient price. <laughs> the average like brick and mortar company spends hundreds of dollars to get new people to cross their door. And if you can get it for five or 10 bucks, um, that's a pretty darn tootin' good deal. So, you know, depending if you're surrounded by a lot of dentists, you might want to offer a free antibiotic program. Of course you limit it, you know, maybe it's the doxycyclines and amoxicillins and those kinds of things. You want to look at your costs. Um, you don't want to be giving away hundred dollar antibiotics, but it's still a great thing. And then what you do is you create a bounce back coupon. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with bounce back coupons, I use them in everything with marketing. We passed them out to doctors, to businesses, to customers. We used them for our own customers coming in, like all kind of go over the whole bounce back coupon thing. But, um, that is a great way to get a dentist to say, Hey, go to this pharmacy. Your prescription will be free. Um, free is powerful and you can make a lot of money giving stuff away for free. Um, because when that patient comes in, 
you know, maybe they need some other things. Hey, you're having a lot of tooth work done. Maybe it's time to get a new toothbrush, you know, maybe sounds small, but those dollars add up really, really quick. So, all right. Next up is workers' compensation. Uh, love workers' compensation, love direct billing workers' compensation. Don't go hog wild in workers' comp if you're going to be billing Temesis and My Matrix and ESI because you're going to not only not make money, you'll lose money. But if you're direct billing workers' compensation, which is really good and it's about like 42 states that are, you know, direct billing is going to, is going to uh, do good for you. Um, Streamcare is one of our preferred partners. Um, ServerRx also works in a couple of different, uh, they operate in a couple of states that Streamcare doesn't. Um, but direct really work, work, billing workers comp eliminates the PBM. Uh, and so you get to keep the money like workers comp reimbursements are actually really generous, but you don't wouldn't know that if you were billing my matrix or express scripts, because, you know, they're keeping 90% of the money or more, um, and only giving you really pennies on the dollar. And so, but when you direct bill workers, compensation prescriptions become really, really profitable. You think of something like a gabapentin, usually workers compensation is reimbursed at AWP. So instead of getting paid like $5 from express scripts, now all of a sudden you're getting paid $190, um, you know, for the exact same drug, the actual insurance, the carrier, the workers comp is actually not paying more. They're not suddenly paying more because you're direct billing them. They were paying that same $190 to the PBM. It's just the PBM was keeping the money. And so there's no difference in what they're paying because usually reimbursements for workers comp is um, legislated at the state level. And so they pay the same amount. Um, it's just whether the money goes to you or the money goes to a PBM. And so, um, and so that's a great way to drive traffic is to actually want and promote and like go out there and grab those workers compensation um, patients, get, get people to recommend and to come to your pharmacy uh, because a lot of pharmacies begrudgingly fill them. They're not enthusiastic about it. Um, so if you, if you make it your thing, um, that could be a really great niche for you. Um, next up, another free one is free flavoring. Uh, this is something that I did in my pharmacies. Uh, we offered free flavoring on, we used flavor RX, which I highly recommend. And, you know, so any liquid medication, we gave away free flavoring. We didn't charge the two 99. Um, but the way that we did it, the way that we propositioned it was we would go to pediatric offices, primarily pediatrics. Um, but we would say, Hey, your patients get free flavoring at our pharmacy. Very true statement, very factual. However, little nuance there of saying your patients makes them feel special. Hey, you know, Dr. Shaw, your patients will get free flavoring at my pharmacy. I have a free flavoring coupon book here. Would you mind passing them out to your patients and let them know that because they're Dr. Shaw's patients, they get to come and get free flavoring. Like that little nuance, that little twist, instead of making it, well, just all patients get it. Like, yeah, we, we get free flavoring. Um, it takes away some of that, that magic sauce, takes away some of that secret. And so um, we did a big campaign where we created bounce back coupons. We created them special for um, each doctors to make it very, uh, you know, authentic that, Hey, they're recommending, you know, patients of Dr. Shaw's get free flavoring, made them get some brownie points with their patients. Cause then it made it seem like the doctor, uh, did something, but that drove patients into our pharmacy and families with kids. Let me tell you, that is like 
a sweet spot of like niche patients. Um, because when they come in with kids, they might have a pet, they might have a grandma, you know, they know lots of people, they're involved with lots of sports, they're involved in, you know, involves lots of activities. It really opens up the entire community and you can use those, you know, families with children, um, is a, is a great way to build a very strong foundational base in your pharmacy. Um, you know, get away from Medicare, get away from DIR fees, get more into the commercial plans um, where you have a little bit more control over reimbursements and things like that. So um, free flavoring was a fantastic one. Um, another great one was charities donation. So I worked with a ton of charities in my town, everything from Toys for Tots uh, to the Food Bank to Alzheimer's Association. Uh, there was just, I worked with a lot of charities. And so what do charities need often? They need donations. And so we would be a drop-off place where people could drop off their donations. So they could drop off food for the food bank. They can drop off. We used to collect pet food, um, for the homeless shelter for people with their pets. Um, and so people need to physically drop it off. And we were in a, an area of town, uh, that was in the more affluent part of area, you know, and of course, a lot of the charities are maybe in the, the older downtown area. So it was really convenient for them to drop it off at our pharmacy. And then our pharmacy would then go take it to uh, the donation place or the donation place would come pick it up. And um, so again, getting them to cross that threshold into my pharmacy for the drop-off, they would look at it and be like, Hey, this is a pretty cool place. Like, what do you guys do? It's like, we're a pharmacy, you know, we fill your prescriptions. But the other thing that we did is we always gave them a bounce back coupon. Uh, so whenever they dropped off something, we gave them a bounce back coupon that was good for $5 off their next visit. Um, and so that would encourage them to come back or to purchase something right then and there and become a customer uh, a paying customer right away. And so leveraging charities and then oftentimes, especially like toys for tots and some of the bigger campaigns, we also got free advertising. So they would do radio spots or they would do TV spots, you know, encouraging people, Hey, come donate your toys. And here's our drop-off locations. And so my pharmacy got mentioned hundreds and hundreds of times, um, as a part of those like public relations and pro bono spots, um, because we were a drop-off spot. And so, um, it was a really great way to create awareness for the pharmacy. Um, didn't cost anything, maybe a little bit of time to maybe drop off some donations. Uh, but it drove people to the pharmacy. And again, I knew once they crossed that, that threshold, I could convert them a majority of the time. All right. So I've talked about bounce back coupons. So bounce back coupons. So there's a template in the library. Um, we'll make sure that it's in there. Um, and I've created two templates. There's an Excel file template, which is what I created all mine on because you know, at a pharmacy in the dark ages long ago. Um, but I've also have a Canva template. So if Canva's your thing, you can create them in Canva too. Uh, but uh, it's uh, where it is, what it looks like is a piece of paper basically divided into thirds and uh, each third is the coupon. And so you can edit it in Excel, you can edit in Canva. And then what we would do is we would have it printed at a local printer and we would print them on bright colored paper. Like I always told them like the brightest colored paper you got. Um, and then they would be cut and then put into glue pads. So glue pads are just like prescription pads, you know, the tear off pads. So they would be put into glue pads. So if we were dropping off a bounce back coupon, say at Dr. Shaw's office, you know, he would have a whole little coupon coupon book of, you know, 75, 75 coupons on, in each little book um, for him to pass out and they'd be bright colored. So, you know, they don't like get lost in a drawer, those kinds of things. Um, and they're kind of big, you know, so they, they, they don't, you know, they're not super tiny where they get lost. Uh, they have a cardboard backing. So, you know, it, it presents really nice, um, but you can make a bounce back coupon for anything. Again, 
for charity donations, we would have a generic one printed up that said, thank you so much for your donation. Um, here's $5 off your you know, next visit at our pharmacy. And um, you know, that would we would use for charity drop-offs. We would use bounce back coupons for, you know, if somebody transferred in a bunch of prescriptions, uh, we we tear off and give them a couple just uh thank you for you know customer appreciation. Uh we used to do them for um Again, the free flavoring, you make up a free flavoring one, you take it to the pediatricians, you put it over there. Uh, you make up flu ones when it's, you know, flu, flu shot season time and you pass them out to a bunch of local businesses so they can, you know, either pass them out to their customers, leave them up on the desk or even to their employees. And so you can make a bounce back coupon for literally anything. And when we did, I used them for just about, I don't know, everything you can think of. Um we also did school programs where we took bounce back coupons to the schools and they would put it in the teacher's lounge area and we would make the messaging specific, you know, thanks for your service in the teacher, you know, save $5 off on your next visit, you know, to our pharmacy. Um, we would use it for um, OTCs and school donations as well. Uh, we used to do uh, free backpack giveaways where we put in school supplies in our little drawstring bag and we would put the bounce back coupons coupons in there so that, you know, even if we passed them out at an event, they would hopefully come back to the pharmacy. Um, so those are some, some of my strategies. The last one is referral program. Um, so if you have some patients and you start a referral program where they bring in more patients, that's a great way to kind of drive people in um, uh, because you're leveraging your current customers that, that love you, hopefully. Hopefully they love you. They don't love you. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, but I would definitely recommend starting a referral program too. Uh, my, my kind of guidelines are $20 referral fees. The referral goes to the current patients, not the new patients, um, which is a little different than like the chains. Uh, and so uh, if you guys want, like I've written blogs and stuff, but I could also do a whole other, other talk on uh, referral program as well. But anyways, those are some of the ideas of like driving traffic to your store. Um, a lot of them are very low cost kind of guerrilla style, uh, which is definitely how I grew my pharmacies. Uh, you know, you didn't, I didn't have a lot of cash back then either, uh, just like you guys do now. So um, I don't see anybody else on, um, I think there may be a question here. Um, okay, do you have a direct contract with the hospice? Um, so yeah, you can do direct contracts with hospice uh, for sure. Um, a, a company like BetterRx comes in and like manages the whole thing, which is really awesome. Um, so you eliminate all the PBMs and you eliminate kind of the billing and the headache that comes when you're direct contracting with the hospice, but there are definitely better ways outside of the PBM for that. So, alrighty guys, well, I will let you go. Uh, we're half hours about up. And uh, if you're watching this later and have any questions, post in the community chat and I'll be happy to jump in and uh, answer them. So Adios, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.